Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. You might not know this, or you might have forgotten it, but when your kid was baptized, you stood up at the church and you looked God in the eyes and you made this promise. I promise to raise my kid according to the laws of Christ and the church. And this is like the first major milestone in fulfilling that. So you don't even know it, but you're fulfilling your promises. So way to go, round of applause for parents too, right? And some of you, uh, like I'm not naive, like it's been a while since you've been in a church, whether that be COVID or just life is life, all right, and we have our own journey. Uh, I just want to say, you're here, so welcome, and uh, I'm glad to see you. I'm Father Ryan Mann. If it's been a while since you've been back at St. Basil's, I replaced Father Walt Jenny. I'm the new pastor here, and it's great to see you. Know that you're welcome here anytime at St. Basil's. Okay, some questions for the kids, all right? We're going to start with some questions for you guys. First question is this, just raise your hand and I'll call on you. What's a food you really like? What's one of your favorite foods? Yeah. Sushi, of course, yeah. (laughs) Just like everyone, that's great. Is there a favorite kind of sushi? No, but you like burgushi sushi. Yeah, of course, one of the best, one of the best. Way to go, what else, what else is a favorite food? Chocolate, nice, chocolate's a favorite food. Steak, nice, I'm going to your two houses for dinner from now on, this is great. What's your favorite food of yours? Burritos, nice, absolutely. Chicken, very good, yeah. So we have all these favorite foods. We love to eat. In fact, uh, if our parents don't give us food, we start begging for it. So we love food. Here's a question I have, another question for all of you. What happens if you don't eat for a really long time? What what starts happening to you? What what happens to you? We're going to go all the way to the back here. Here we go, coming to the back. We're going to start over here. You had your hand up very first. Do you want to go? No? Okay. You want to go? So you get like what? If you don't eat for a while, what happens to you? You get hungry. Good. Yeah, absolutely. What else? What happens if you don't eat for a while? How do you start acting? Crazy is a good phrase for it. You st- okay, yeah, that's dramatic, but yeah, eventually you starve. Great. Before you starve, though, and you're at home, mom's taking a while or dad's taking a while to make dinner, what do you start acting like? Huh? Anyone? A mouse. A mouse, kind of quiet and hiding because you're, what else? What do you act like if you get really hungry? You can hallucinate. Sure, we'll go with that one. <laughs> that's the sushi kicking in, just so you know. That's the word we're looking for, hangry. You get hangry, okay? So if you don't eat for a while, you get kind of hangry, which means you get kind of cranky. You get mean, impatient. You may say things back to your mom and dad you shouldn't because you're starving for food in your belly. But we also get spiritually hangry. This is what I mean. A lot of people, and raise your hand this time, I'm not going to call on you, raise your hand if you've ever felt lonely, kiddos. You ever felt lonely? Yeah. Ever felt bored? Raise your hand. Yeah. Well, parents, like, they feel bored constantly. Loneliness, hopelessness, 
meaninglessness. For us adults, anxiety, fear, anger, unforgiveness. These are signs of being spiritually hangry. Our spiritual stomachs need to be filled. And if they're not, the symptoms are very similar. We are not just bodies. We also have souls. And our souls let us know when they're hangry. Life gets dark, confusing, isolated. All sorts of rivals happen. We start to get frustrated. Life isn't as rich and joyful and kind as it once was. We need food. And this is what Jesus comes to do in the Eucharist. And see, he knows we need it so much, he's like, listen, every week you got to come get this food, not because he needs us to, Jesus is fine, he's in heaven. It's for us, because if we don't come to it often, we get spiritually hangry. We start acting in a really nasty way over time. Life gets dim, it gets cramped, and he comes to say, I want you to have the fullness of life. And so God is never against us. He's always for us. And so today at your first Holy Communion, kiddos, we all get to celebrate that this will be the first time since your baptism Jesus comes and enters into your heart in new ways. Our hearts are our spiritual stomachs. They're the place where things like love, goodness, prayer, joy, forgiveness enters and exits. It happens in our hearts. And so when it's full of Jesus, the rest of our lives can have peace and joy and meaning and hope. But when we don't have him in there, things start to get dim and we get hangry. And so for kiddos and all of us, we get to remember back that God created you and me. So he knows how we best work. You're free to put Coca-Cola in your gas tank of your car. I'm not going to stop you, but it ain't going to run too well. We're free to live our lives any way we want, but he lets us know it ain't going to work too well. And he says, I'd kind of like to give you the way I planned, which is a life full of Jesus and joy and community, and we learn it over time. So today we get to gather and pray for them and celebrate them. So kiddos, I want you to take, we're going to take a few moments of silence, and I just want you to tell from your heart to Jesus in prayer how excited you are to receive him in the Eucharist. So we're going to take a few moments of silence for you to do that, and then we'll continue with Mass. Thank you.